Welcome to What Are We Even Talking About, the podcast where we skip the small talk and explore faith, random thoughts and spirituality in the context of this thing called life. We're Melanga and Lindy and thank you for joining our conversation. Hello. Hi. So what are we talking about today? Um, so today we're talking about um, using everything that we've talked about so mm-hmm. far on like vision and perception. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about uh, focus, like focusing. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think it's important to be able to focus um, our limited percep- perception? So we've said that where we have, we can only see visible light, which is a small part of the whole um, electromagnetic scale. We can only see a little bit of that, about 0%. And then obviously we've got our subjective experiences which yeah. only enable us to see whatever we can perceive based on our knowledge um, of the world so far and the way that we're inclined um, to see. Um, bear it, got all that in mind. So it's like, how do we, you know, how do we go about, like, what is the importance of focusing what we do have? It's kind of like usual, utilising what we do have. Mm-hmm. How should we go about? Yeah, my question to you is how should we go about focusing Um the, the perception, the vision that we have in a helpful way. In a helpful way. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that we kind of touched on a bit in the previous episodes where we said that, like, obviously there can be negative effects from having a, like, just relying on your own perception because I think you have, a, you have to have a level of understanding that, like, it is limited. And so once you you understand that is that your perception is limited then you have to then be open to other ways or other perceptions so the way other people experience the world so I think it starts with being open to that if that makes sense so you're open to other perception yeah because I feel like because you're talking you're asking like how can we focus our perception in the best way possible yeah so I feel like it's also understanding what that perception is. So understanding that it is in the first place limited and not just thinking that the way you see the the world is the way everyone sees it. Mm. Does that make sense? I don't know if that answers your question though. I feel like you've gone in the opposite direction because I'm like, how do we okay. focus it? And then you, which is, it's not right or wrong. I'm just saying, I don't know, like correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, how do we focus it? Because I'm just thinking of a light beam. That's the okay. image in my mind. Like, a, you know, when you have a light beam and it's like, you know what they always say about focus? They say, mm-hmm. like, if your attention mm-hmm. is, like, is all over the place, it's like a light beam that all the rays are diffused. But okay. when you focus on one thing, like, it becomes really powerful. Like, like a laser. laser. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking of a laser beam and I'm thinking, how do we get our fo- our perception and our focus to be so laser beam that, we're actually creating in our lives in a useful way and then you're saying it's good to be able to 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 allow for like multiple perspectives so I'm thinking it's like taking that laser beam and now like splaying it okay. Is there a, but then I guess how you can become very narrow-minded if you have laser beam you know focus mm. but then at the same time if you're too fo- if you're if you got if you're like not focused mm-hmm. you know what I mean you you have the danger of kind of um you know what I mean like you're not going down this one way 
like yeah I guess so maybe maybe I didn't understand your question so what does it look like to have a focused perception what does that look like I guess the reason I was even asking in the first place because I was thinking about I'm because we're wrapping up this whole um segment on perception and I just thought a powerful way because we always go back to creation I'm always thinking about creation and I've been thinking recently that for creation you need to have focus you know if you want to make anything happen in your life or anything I mean if you just want to make it you know a good thing if you want to create a good thing for example if I want to cook a meal Mm -hmm. anything you want to do right you just have to focus the more focused that you are and in the moment I guess as they say that helps you be focused right the probably oh, the better the likelihood of that you know the better the outcome more likely you more likely it's more likely you have a better outcome and so I guess I'm just thinking how do we harness our powers of perception to be able to um you know to have a fruitful life in which we're constantly creating um what we'd like to see it's a bit of an out there question do you yeah, okay right. do you think that do you think that we need to have such laser beam focus? Um, I let's think start it's necessary. with, like, you think it's necessary, you don't? For certain things, yeah, I think it's necessary. There is a the time and place for that, like, mm. where you need to have a focused perception or mm, focus perception. I don't know, it's just or not sitting right vision. with me, but focused a focus vision. Okay. I guess that could be, like, when you're looking at your life and what you want to achieve, and things like that. That I think that's what is triggering in my mind when you're talking about having a focused vision. It's going after the things that you want in life and create, like, yeah, creating that, manifesting it. And that requires some sort of like putting your energy in the right, um, into the right things, isn't it? Mm. And not having it scattered in various things, not really knowing. But that starts with obviously knowing what you want to achieve, what what you want to create or manifest. Mm-hmm yeah um and what that looks like practically I guess it would be like doing certain things like I think things you do on a daily basis whether it's like I don't know meditating I'm thinking of like spiritual practices or practices that you do on a day-to-day basis that keeps the thing that you want in mind or on your in the forefront so it'd be things like meditating um what else um so it starts with having like a vision board hmm so the things you're talking about are more inner. So you, so you're saying, are you saying that it starts with a spiritual vision? Yeah, I think so. You want to focus in your life and have a certain yeah. outcome. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's where the focus comes from because you're. I feel like as human beings, we always get like swept with the wind, or we can, we we can easily get just taken with whatever's like happening around us just because I think that's just the way society is conditioned isn't it we just all follow each other kind of so I feel like to have focus you need to do those things that are like you said in internal things you need to ask yourself those questions and you need to know what you want for you and then just you you need to keep it on the forefront of your mind because we human beings easily forget the things that we want to do or the achievements that we just you know yeah I think I'm asking that because I think that I need more focus mm-hmm. in that in like in life. <laughs> that sounds like I'm so serious. <laughs> um, I think we all do, to be fair. But I mean to say, like, I think I need more focus, and I've come to. I think I'm at a place where um, I feel like this. This today sounds like I'm in like a, a therapy session or something. I've come <laughs> to a place where, I mean, just at this moment in time, I just feel like 
um, I almost feel like instead of everything's opening up again, you know, mm-hmm. like post COVID and everything. Yeah. And there's so many things that there could be so many things going on, like, um, which you feel like you want to be part of this and you want to do that, or you need to start doing this again or whatever. So then I feel like it's with all of us. Like you said, we're easily like, everything's easily shiny. And mm. sometimes I just feel like a lot of the time as well, I feel like, I feel like, um, um, what can I say? It's like we live in a in a in a in a time when there's like so much like of whatever you want, you can have so much information. I can delve into this into this space into that space. Yeah, well, I'm trying to say I say this all to say that um, I've just come to that place where I'm thinking, no, I don't need that much information. Like when it comes to like, um, for example, my writing, it's like um, I don't I don't need to. I would like to listen to like all the podcasts and read all the books and all that, but I'm like there's just that part of me where I'm like, I don't need it. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. need it. I'm enough. I should delve Mm -hmm. into myself. But then I feel like, can that be really right? Because if I don't need all these things and I don't like, uh, wouldn't I just be even more ignorant than I am? Like, I'm not educating myself. I'm just, I'm just going to be in my bubble. And I really feel like I'm in a bubble. So it's just like, am I just going to be in an even worse bubble? Um, You know, if I'm not going to all these things, but then I'm thinking, for anyone for or for people that come out or something great like you know when people have they don't even have to have, have achieved a guru status in whatever their whatever it is their interest is do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like whatever you're interested in like yeah. say you literally come with a new i don't know like a say you're interested in in like um i don't know skincare products and then you come mm-hmm. up with this like revolutionary new like product and whatever i just feel like people who've done that surely there's a stage where they've had to like go inside themselves and create themselves you know what I mean like they get all information but there's a time where you have to kind of focus and be in such a way where you do look like you're mad to everyone else and you do look like a I don't know like a recluse <laughs> but it's like I kind of feel like you know is that um I don't know like is that kind of that that like laser beam focus that sometimes that people have you know in creating something like in bringing to fruition some sort of vision I feel like is that laser beam focus um a bit too extreme or is it just what is needed or what like I don't know to be honest I think there has to be a balance like I feel like there is times when you do need that laser beam focus and it might look mad to other people and there's dangers to that like we said of being narrow-minded or not not um I want to say not um, realizing your full potential. And then there's times when you do need to look externally and those things will also trigger things within you, mm-hmm. like a catalyst or something, be like a spark to a fire. So I feel like it's both. I feel like you need mm-hmm. the balance of both because too much of one, one or the other just doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know, because you're not, even though you, there's things within you that need to be, um brought out and that's where that focus time comes in but then at the same time you're connected to everyone else mm. to you know to other human beings and there's things that can speak to you or can bring something out of you you know yeah. I feel like we need each other like human beings are like that we we need community and so we're like when you rub two stones together and you're creating a fire it's like that kind of I don't know that reaction mm-hmm. so I feel like I feel like it's both yeah from what we've kind of said, I feel like 
yeah it's not just one thing but I think it is very important though for those times of focus because you can lose yourself in other people's work and being influenced by other people that you you don't know um you don't uh, express yourself authentically if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so I think that's why you do need those times of focus and vision and asking yourself the questions and just going internally uh, etc especially when you're creating something Mm. yeah I feel that's very important okay yeah i'm not just asking what your thoughts were about focus because i know i feel like it's more kind of my mindset to kind mm. of focus on one way whereas you're very yeah. much like no like you know different ways listen to different mm. people listen, listen to different things yeah I, I think just because like i was like the way i see the world is like there's no one way to do a thing like there's always like multiple possibilities even when like people say like we've had a episode before about like destiny and fate and I was like I don't know why like I'm not really sure how I built up this kind of worldview but the way I see the world is that like there's no right or wrong and even if there is like there's always a route there's always a route to come back to that that place like you're never really gonna make a wrong like you're like there's no no hope is lost you know what I mean even if you make a wrong decision today there's always a decision that you can make to get you right back where you're supposed to be kind of thing and I feel like there's always multiple right paths there's not one right path um I know some people would be like no you know I'm in the Christian worldview or whatever but that's just the way like the world makes sense to me like that's what makes sense to me and it's it's one of those things where it's kind of weird to explain how you see the world because sometimes it's like I don't really like your ideas about the world come from multiple sources right you get influenced by different things and Mm. ideas that come in your head and things that just speak to you and I think that's the best way of putting it for me I'm just like that's just what makes sense to me Mm -hmm. you know it might not make sense to you but (laughs) obviously I, I, I do you do have to be open to other people's ways of seeing the world and that in itself could make you be like okay that's interesting and it can speak to something that you already believe in or I don't know it can make you change the way you think about something as well Mm -hmm. so yeah I think I feel it's just an organic thing like yeah it's the duality of life isn't it you need that kind of time by yourself and then you also need to connect your community Mm yeah yeah I think part of it, actually, when I'm thinking about it, um, is a part of, like, when you were talking, yeah, and I, I, I could hear when you're saying that you you believe that there's multiple ways. That was making me, I was a bit like, Ugh. I was, I was like, kind of cringing a bit when you were saying, um, that's just resistance in me when you were saying, what did you say just now? You said something like, um, multiple, multiple right paths. Okay, yeah, which is, I'm like, that's so beautiful. Like, you know, when you believe in it, like when you believe it. Um, but I think it's because I, like, I don't believe it. I believe that, and I wish I didn't believe it. Like, and I hopefully, I don't know if it will change, whatever, who cares. But like, I, I don't believe that there's like, I'm the kind of person who's like, oh my gosh. So I, I didn't do it. I didn't do it right. Like you should have done it. Like, because I didn't do this at this time, this, this happened. But having mm. said that though, I see, and I do believe that like, I'm actually seeing it with my own eyes how things work out in a way where it's like you know when something happens and you're just like well of course that was going to happen and of course it was going to happen like this and then it was gonna happen do you know what I mean like when I look Mm. when I look at life unfolding yeah it just it just all like I can see as all as though it was like do you know what I mean like there's a there is a plan that there is Mm -hmm. actually some sort of like which I do believe that there's a greater intelligence than me and everything like that 
and um I just yeah. feel like things flock together and sometimes you think like, oh, it's my decision and all that. And yes, it was your decision at that time. But can you say it's fate or destiny? I don't know. It's just some sort of, it's kind of like music, like when all the melodies and everything line up, like there's mm-hmm. so many players yeah. and there's so many instruments and everything going on. And sometimes it might feel like, um, I'm rambling again, I know. It might feel like it's like, you know, like it's not making sense. but Like, like chaos. Things, like, yeah, it can seem like chaos. Sometimes life can seem like that. You feel like there's too many variables mm-hmm. and all of that for there to be a design. Mm-hmm. But I do see the design sometimes, the way things come together. Even yeah, in though, hindsight. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm here thinking, oh my gosh, it's like this way or no way and you've missed your, you've missed your train. Like, yeah, go on. I mean, I just thought of it, like even when you think about the gospel, mm-hmm. like obviously... One yeah, might say in the beginning. You wrote, you wrote gospel in first. I know, but Yay. but I mean, it came to my mind, so I was like, I might as well mention it. Yes. Um, so, because one might say that God had a plan in the beginning, right? The perfect plan. You know, there was the my Garden goodness. of Eden. There was not work out. There was Adam and well. Eve. And so, yeah. if if we were to just be like, there's only one right path, then that would mean that it's all over. But then, obviously. There, there was a di- diversion in the plan, you know, God had to come up with some some a backup plan, you might want to say, or just, and you know, just bring the... Bring, was Jesus like, the backup plan? Yeah, I wouldn't say he was the backup plan, but it's just, my point is to say that there is, there is not just one perfect plan. Like there's always a, like you can always be brought back to the right place or where you're supposed mm-hmm. to be. And so that's why there's no, there's never... I think that's just because that's my worldview. I come from the Christian upbringing, and so like, in, from from the gospel, I'm like, there's there's never like hope is never lost, basically. Mm-hmm. So even if you make a wrong decision today, or someone has made a, a list of wrong decisions, like they're never a lost cause. Like there's always but then yeah. That's the thing, though. Even though I'm reading about grace at the moment, and I'm trying to mm-hmm. make it into my into my head about grace because I'm trying um. I've been thinking about like the goodness of God and goodness of God and I just how I want mm. to know because I'm like I know that God is good like you know the, mm. your mind like you know and in my spirit but you know when you want it to sink deep in your consciousness because I'm like it's only when you really perceive something and know it that it starts to you really you know you start to live it but yeah so then I was um I'm reading Romans and there's this verse which says you know this grace in which we stand and I was like oh my gosh that is so it just made me it, it, like imagine like standing like in the throne room of God in of heaven and you're just like there's like a light beam and it's like the grace engulfing you yeah not engulfing mm. just radiating you know engulfing seems like it's burning you up so no i was thinking of like a blanket engulfing oh, okay, you okay, like okay, okay. Uh-uh, but, then you're, <laughs> but then it's just there you know this is like a it's like a ah, but it's yeah. there but then um i was just like wow that's amazing like this grace in which you sound having said that though mm. when you speak and you're saying you know it's never a lost cause but then i always go back and i'm just like well what about what I mean? I don't know about what the what it really is. The concept of hell, basically, and the concept mm-hmm. of you know, like dying apart from that grace, and you know, do you know what I mean? Like a state. I don't even know how to explain it because I'm not trying to approach it from like that kind of just like yes, um, that kind of like legalist view of like oh mm. yeah, you go to hell. You don't um, if you don't like believe in god and all that i'm not trying to approach from that but just as a concept to discuss it like it, i stumble on it like it's that glitch you know what i mean it's that glitch that i can't get past like when we talk about um, the of god and i think about and i think about hell 
Um, I just feel like isn't that a lost cause though? Isn't that a lost cause? Like, isn't the devil a lost cause? Like, aren't the demons a lost cause? Like, aren't all these like minions and these like evil negative forces? Aren't they lost causes? Do you know what? I'll be honest. I don't understand the concept of hell, but the way I understand it in a way that um, it's not a stumbling block for me is that I don't actually believe the their lost causes, the demons and the and the devil. Like, I honestly feel not feel, but what I believe is that like any any um because i don't know what hell really is whether it's a physical place or a state of mind whatever but however you want to describe it i always say that hell is a choice so for me the reason why you're not a lost cause is because it's a choice so you can always return if you want to and i I know they say that okay once you're in hell you're burning there for eternity I, i i feel like right now i don't need to understand what that really means i really don't need to understand what it means <laughs> but I feel like if you end up in some sort of hell, whether that's after death or whatever, I feel like it's a choice to be there. There's some sort of choice. Cause I never feel like someone didn't, because they, you know, the way you just said it, um, they don't know. Did you say they don't know about Christ or what do you say? I'm not sure. Like, I'm like I don't know, you're in a state of separation from God, I guess. And I always feel like if, 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 if there is a hell and people are in the hell right now, it's not that they didn't know about Jesus. They knew about him because I feel like God reveals himself. It's not about us, the Christians, being evangelists. I feel like Jesus, God, reveals himself to each and every individual. And they have chosen not to accept that. Oh, but are they a lost hope then? Once they're in hell. Yeah. I mean, or that's what the Bible like... says. <laughs> so my thing is not even how you got there. I don't even know what hell looks like. I'm not arguing about a fiery pit or dark or black. <laughs> like, I don't know about hell. <laughs> but all I know about the about hell for me is eternal death. I guess that's the only mm. thing. like it's like death for your spirit, even like a spiritual like, death. Yeah, mm. spiritual death is what I'm talking about when I talk about hell. Mm. Um, so I'm just saying, you know, if you have a spiritual death, mm. is that that's not a, is that not a lost cause? But you know, I mean, I guess it is mm. in a way. Like I, I don't know. I I find it hard to believe that. Uh, that that is a lost cause but obviously I don't I'm not someone who's delved into those kind of things I just like we spoke of before I don't know if it was in the last episode where I was just saying that like I've realized that there's things like I just won't understand I won't know the answers to and I think that's one of the things I've accepted that I won't know the answer to so I don't even I don't even try Hmm. yeah I I, I know but I think I'm one of those people I just like to I think by talking I get to an understanding so then I just that's why mm. I ask these questions because I'm like if we don't talk about it, we don't think about it. But when we talk and we think about it, we come to some sort of understanding. We're not trying to get I'm not trying to get to the right answer. But I think because I do believe that we know, like I said, like eternity, I believe that God has put eternity into our hearts. Just like you're saying God reveals himself to each mm. and every one of us. I feel like we do have the answers and we just have to look inside. And part of that looking inside for me is when I talk and have these conversations. Like there's things that I've come yeah. to realise from having these conversations with you which I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have realized because I wouldn't have thought about them the way I think about them when I speak yeah no I think that's true of me as well like um you have like revelations while you're talking you're like oh I didn't know I thought that way but yeah um so yeah I don't know we kind of veered off tangent there with um the hell thing but <laughs> lost cause maybe. I don't know honestly I don't know but I'm just at peace with it I think Mm. like yeah. i also have trouble with coming to this idea of like there being a lost cause, uh people being a lost cause but then 
I don't know. I don't know. It's mm. maybe, maybe, maybe it's because I, what I feel like I, I cannot be a lost cause. And so, you know mm. what I mean? You know, you look at the world based on your own subjective experience. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, because I can't be a lost cause. I just don't think any, you know, or maybe we're not supposed to look at it like an I rather than this. It's like this whole, we're all one. Collective. Yeah, it's a collective. Mm. And so it all kind of balances each other anyway. So like, it's it's like a weird thing. Yeah. Know. And even though I said, like, we're talking about what we've read or understood from the Bible, like there is parts where like, it doesn't seem like there's just heaven and hell and then that's the end. Like, there's bits in Revelation where it's like, I don't really understand, like, <laughs> the cycle. So I feel like, I don't know, I just don't feel like it's the end mm. if you reach out. Like, I don't know, it, just, it doesn't resonate with me as truth, but mm. that might just be my human understanding. And then also I feel like there is the flip side of it. Like, I only have the biblical perspective. I mean, what about other religions or other mm ways of thinking about life after death you know because people now when you look at the reincarnation things um things as well the reincarnation belief um that makes more sense because it's like okay like you still have a chance you know to come back and do life right or whatever like so i I guess i don't know you know Mm. I feel like that in itself is sometimes like some beliefs like even from the christian faith are very like they just seem like they're an unfinished sentence to me sometimes mm. mm-hmm. like that's the best way to put it it's like an unfinished sentence like hell, he- hell hell and heaven and then it's like no but that doesn't seem like that's it to me personally like it doesn't resonate yeah. with if you're talking about how we have truth within us god like those things those ideas they don't they just feel unfinished mm. Mm. yeah mm. i think yeah like i guess if we're talking about perspective Mm. again like there's perspectives of god that we like different people have had yeah um, throughout time like how mm. the purpose of god that like, humanity has had because yeah. you think about it we're always talking about what about christianity that starts with jesus was two thousand years ago but humanity humans have been on this earth for way longer than that right like way longer yeah so, that's actually yeah. strange <laughs> i say that out loud that yeah it's strange as a christian that we base all our knowledge of god on this one book which is the bible um, yeah which isn't even i say that with limited knowledge of the bible and even like religions yeah but i'm just saying it like that it seems quite strange if you look at the timeline of humanity Mm. how long we've been here even just how the bible was put together and you know because there's other books that could have been included into the Bible. Like, even all that, someone might be like, is it a fake destiny, how it was put together? Like, the people that came together. Like, there's just so many variables that sometimes, you know. For power. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's why sometimes it's like, that's why in, in, like, that's why it's good to question. I know we've said this so many times in so many, not just in this series of perception, but, like, it's so good to be open that, like, life is not the way that you think it is in your mind, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or the way you've been brought up, like, because there's just, there's too many players, <laughs> too many yeah. things that move, and, like, like life is organic, and mm. one minute there's Christianity, but, you know. Yeah, but you know what, even having said this, even the way Christianity is, like, even the way it came out, up, from like mm. the law christianity yeah. itself was so radical at the time like it was just mind-boggling from everything that they've been told about the law like yeah. that's why 
that's partly why like Jesus was having such a hard time preaching this gospel because it was like it seemed like everything it seemed like it was against everything that ever been taught about God imagine though yeah it seemed like like, I can't imagine it because I feel like if I lived in Jesus's time I probably like if I was like a believer in the law as well I feel like well I say I wouldn't believe but then there was like miracles going on like you know come on now you're gonna believe in it that's why there was miracles as a sign but it was so be like everything that it was talking it was like if you were a follower it's like of the law and you're like this is the way god wants us to do things etc mm. and then some guy comes along and then starts <laughs> saying you know i am the way like you know doing all these things like it was like you know it was crazy and he's not I even mean, appearing the way you thought he would appear you know yeah like, everything was just mind-boggling so i just think that like that revelation who god of who god is was so different at the time that like um that shows you that god like our comprehension of god as a human is so limited anyway do you know what mm. i mean i think it's almost mm. like um yeah it'll be a good it's a good kind of like balancing effect to actually um look at other perspectives of god you know yeah it's a good like i was gonna say tonic or something so that you're not too <laughs> concentrated um, yeah no that's true and it's funny that you said that actually because it makes me kind of feel bad for like the pharisees and all those people because most times like nowadays we're always like oh don't be a pharisee don't be but the thing is if you were there back in the days you probably would have acted the same or you know because it was just like you're saying it was just so radical so everything it was like just against everything that you believe so yeah i don't know you know, I definitely think I could have been a Pharisee for sure. Like, I actually look yeah. at the Pharisees that were, you know, those Pharisees that converted and believed. There was like a lot of people ones that did convert to believe yeah. in Christianity. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, that's quite humbling. I mean, you have to be humble because you're, especially people are leaders. Say you're educated in this thing. Like, say you're uneducated. Say if it's in this day and age right now, and you're mm. educated, you know everything. Say you're uneducated. I don't know any religion that you can pick, right? And yeah. And you really know your stuff. You know it inside out you believe with all your heart and then someone comes at comes in the same religious path as you and is really like persuading people that their way is good now that's an ego thing right if you're now affected by them so it's like you really have to like bow down the ego and i think that takes a lot yeah. like i literally am just i'm i am in awe of the the, the pharisees that did <laughs> but then like i said there were God made it easy because there were miracles going going around galore, like you know they were. But you know when you don't want to see something and your ego so against it, even the you won't, yeah, you won't see it. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. So yeah, I just yeah, like we veered off topic. It's we're talking about focus, I guess. Yeah, I think it's helpful to be to be balanced, to look outward and look in. Because definitely, because like. How can you not? You need it. And I think it's like with anything in life, like whenever you are imbalanced, like things just go a bit like awry. So mm-hmm. you always just have to come back to yourself. And I think focus is like focusing on vision is important, even just like on a self-development level, like just to always in whatever it is, it could just be like your career. It could be in your own like personal internal development or I don't know, in your family whatever it is but it's, I think it's always important to come back to focus because then you you just end up going with the flow and I think we talked about this in our creation series where we you we said that you just um you're almost like asleep you're just living life like unconscious and you're 
just a creation rather than being a creator some someone that's like actually actively participating with the universe with the with everything that is alive to create your life and to be purposeful so I feel like focus is important especially when it when it does come to vision and looking forward and things like that so mm-hmm. yeah I don't um, know I was going to say something actually yeah, because you're saying yeah, it's important to to come back to yourself and have the focus and mm. I was saying just as, as, it, as it is as we've been talking I'm seeing the importance also of looking out as well and being open and I think that that looking out and being open to know that even like it's good to have the vision but yeah being, like, unattached to the vision I think you like this more than I do that this whole oh, yeah. notion of unattachment so you have the vision but you're unattached to it so that you know that, you know, it could change. And that's fine because life, I think I was, I'm always like preaching to myself when I'm, I'm talking about like, because I always don't look at life this way, mm. that life is organic and it changes. Like, that's just it. Because I could be like today, what's right for me today is not going to be what's right for me tomorrow. Because even your body, like we know that even for on a base level, like, you know, physical I was learning that our body changes, our digestive system changes in a way that foods that are good for you now, like your body, yeah, like now, today, mm. in a couple of years' time or some years' time, your body might not digest those no. foods properly because it's a different, it's, it's like a different organism. Your body's always changing every yeah. seven years, isn't it? Every cell is renewed, yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. So if that's on a physical aspect, you know, what more all these other things, these other exactly. you know, layers of our existence, they're always changing. And I mm. think it's so hard for us, or for me as well, anyway, all of us really, for because us. we're trying mm. to have this idea of like permanence, you know, mm. set things down in a world that's always changing. It's like we live on the sea, on a wave, yeah, waves, and we live on, on the ocean. We're like these like microorganisms on the ocean, but then we're <laughs> constantly trying to do things. Um, and then we get a ch- we get alarmed when things change, but then it's like it has to change and I think we get really jarred as well because sometimes we make decisions and we we don't know all the waves around us we don't know how these things are going to align and then when they do align they look so different and it looks like Mm. it looks like a chaos or it looks like a bad thing to us but yeah our perception Mm. so Mm. I think that there's this idea of yes have vision um, because we are creators but then at the same time we do say we're co-creators and I think that that's actually a scary thing but not in a bad way but <laughs> that yes there is these waves and they are creating you in as much as you're creating them and it's like um yeah it's this thing that's always changing and it's funny because sometimes I do beat myself up I'll be like oh like I said to you before I was like yeah wasn't it some time ago like a couple of months ago I was like yeah I think that I want to go abroad and like teach mm-hmm. abroad and do all that and then yeah it's kind of like changed and I'm like no I'm not in that place anymore so sometimes it's like (laughs) even defining the vision is hard like how do you even craft that vision to create that vision yeah you know when things are always changing sometimes you're just always kind of like you're always changing so sometimes I the way I deal with ideas now I try to is that sometimes I wait for things to settle yeah I think that's a good idea whatever remains if it remains and it's still like there then that's more like the thing I should go to and I think because we're all different as humans and some people you know some people are more like they do things more quickly than others which is it's yeah. as well mm-hmm. like imagine you're always kind of like going for the first thing that just like leaps to you you know what I mean and it hasn't like settled or you don't know yet whether you should run with that vision yeah focus on it but yeah I went off on a bit of a tangent there but yeah I think it's it's both it's there's an inner focus and there's also like 
the looking out and being involved with listening to other people's perspectives because they definitely can help you yeah and I think it's just being like aware like living consciously because you have to understand that although you can have focus and you can have this vision etc like it's important to understand the connectedness of everyone of everything because you can be over here making a decision like you said I like the analogy of the wave um where well I was going to say that you are the wave so you're always moving but then you're part of the bigger ocean and other people are waves in those ocean so they can make a decision to move here which moves you there you know what I mean so it's like you're always going to be affected by other things other people around you so it's important to have that awareness because even if you had like great focus and whatever like you're still you're still going to be affected by those external things so awareness at least helps you be you know prepared or less attached to your own idea and your own perception your own way of thinking and seeing the world and yeah just yeah it just makes life easier as well less suffering you know (laughs) less suffering Uh, when I say that when I when we start talking about suffering I always think of like Buddhism and like the whole idea of like when you're less attached to things you have less suffering and you're more enlightened I feel like it's just living a conscious aware like being aware life in general yeah I just I think that maybe even if you do create a vision for the future Mm. like maybe the only focus that you can do maybe the only focus that we're required to I don't know though is being focused on like it sounds really annoying now because everyone you know we've heard this over and over again but like being just focused on the now right on the present the present moment because it's actually hard really hard to do that Um, it is you know so I think we're always focused on now like there is no suffering here because it just is what it is because even if there is suffering here like do you know what I mean it's not like it's more the idea of suffering that's that's painful than the actual suffering itself (laughs) that's true actually yeah it is more the idea of it than the reality of it than now and it is hard it is hard to do that though to just focus on the now like it's but it's a practice like everything like even just when I was talking about like doing the meditating or whatever it might be that helps you focus on your vision and like being present it's it's something that requires practice and discipline Mm. yeah yeah two words i don't like (laughs) (laughs) but um Um. like i feel like yeah it's about focusing now because nothing's ever like it's not a problem now because even when you go through them when you go through like something that is hard Mm. it usually pulls your focus on the now anyway so yeah that moment and that's why it's never really that bad it's only when you come out of the situation and then your memories start plaguing you and then you fear that it will happen again in the future but then like I said yeah if we're talking about focus and we're bringing it back to focus it's only ever what we've got that we need to focus on Mm -hmm. you know we don't Mm -hmm. need to start reaching out for other things yeah Um, I think that brings in like contentment yeah and just accepting what is now what you have and not like you can still have like we said you can still have vision you can still picture yourself you can still have goals but like you're content with where you are in the moment and it doesn't again you're not suffering and wishing that you had more or yeah. you know what I mean yeah yeah I think, it, I think it brings clarity as well like which is important what do you mean yeah like clarity like just understand like just understanding what is and like being like grateful for what you do have because then when you're just present you don't focus on like oh I haven't got this yet I don't have like do you know what I mean like mm. you're just clear on like what's happening what's going on yeah 
Yeah, I asked because I've just been interested in the like idea of clarity. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Yeah, just like having clarity of, um, you know, because you don't have clarity, you can't even do anything. Like, you know what I mean? You can't really build, you can't focus, you can't. <laughs> hmm. So, yeah, if you're saying that if you, you know, if focus brings clarity, then I was wondering before I had this note, I actually was having this idea last week that clarity brings focus. So it's interesting mm. to look at it from another point of view as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think pretty much balance. I we always reach that same um there's there's only one conclusion to be had, right? Like it's a balance of both. It is a balance of both. But we looked at like why each one is important though in it in in itself, but you still need both. It's not like one is better than the other. So yeah, just learning how to balance it. That should definitely just be like in the parents' toolbox, like when you're definitely like when you're no, but when your child is like above there has to be a certain age where you say a balance of both. Like when your child is like above like 19 or something, then you mm. can be like, if you're not even listening to them properly, you'd be like, yeah, in balance, in moderation, in moderation. <laughs> in moderation, because it'll be right. You can't, you can't have to be careful about you when they're too young though, because yeah, they're not, <laughs> enough not developed way. enough to understand. Yeah. Oh, um, gosh. But it's like the answer that you land on at the end of every thing. You're like, yeah, in moderation. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> that's life isn't it but yeah guys we hope you enjoyed that wrap up of a perception series um i really enjoyed it actually it was interesting we touched on topics i wouldn't normally like think about and like talk in depth about but i really enjoyed it so we hope you enjoyed that one and you join us for another conversation soon we shall be back